0: Welcome back to another
2: edition of the 1215 Club. It is my Ariel here on the mic, joined as always by Eric the Big German, Marvin the Prince, Dylan the Graphics Guy. We got uh, Bad Larry on the show today. So if you guys are not familiar with Bad Larry, he's a good friend, longtime friend of Dan. Uh, Dylan and Bad Larry are doing their own podcast. Dan's also interjecting, right, from when he's hosting. Um, And they make weekly college picks. On NFL, Kyle, what? What are, you, what are you laughing at, Eric?
1: You are all over the place. Yes, Dan hosts a show called Dan Patrick takes a gamble with. Yeah, but he, yeah, and they, he they wanna,
2: he wants to take himself as out of it as much as he can. That's what he's told me.
1: Yeah, I understand that. So, but he's still you're acting as though you don't know whether or not Dan hosts it. It's ten episodes in.
2: I don't really... Uh, the only the only thing I look at is the graphic that Ray makes, um, so I can see uh, Ray the intern, so I can see what Larry picks, so I can bet on what Larry takes.
1: Well, I've consumed every episode, so... No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, they talk about um, college football right now and NFL, and I think as uh, as the football season comes to an end, they'll kind of spread their wings a little bit and get into some other I stuff. I
2: think you have some inside information.
1: Yeah, I work here. Yeah, yeah, you do too. You should try it sometime.
2: <laughs> Larry, welcome and thanks for joining us and uh, giving us some of your time today. No problem at all, guys. Larry, a couple of weeks ago, you picked Old Dominion, or no, you picked uh, La Tech. <laughs> this is really why I wanted to have you on. You picked Lottech. We were all in on it, and then they lost.
3: I know, and La, as I said, in, even in that podcast, Lottech used to be my third team in three-team teasers. When this is back when I was betting, you know, 10 or 12 teasers on college football and then 10 or 12 teasers on pro football. La Tech would always be at the third. You're Like, oh, God, I got to fill this teaser. in. Uh, let me put it in with LaTeX And they always covered, always, always covered a tease. But I just figured I'd take them straight up just because I saw they were playing Old Dominion. and I had no respect for Old Dominion at all. And um, then got, got
2: taught a lesson. Do you have respect for Old Dominion now, Larry?
3: A little bit more. I, a, another guy who Dan knows, who's a big golfer down here. His name's Mike Stanberger. Um, played golf at Old Dominion, so you know we always. He walks like a, a, a penguin. You know, feet out to the side. Not an athlete at all. But he walks about. He walks about a hundred yards further to his ball than mine.
1: <laughs> Eric. Didn't you say that you didn't even know if Old Dominion had? A football team i mean that's like that's pretty offensive
3: i didn't because I, I said you know the nancy lieberman and uh, uh the other girl i can't remember her name right now Ooh, and she's from down here so we knew about like when i was growing up you knew about old dominion it just they had great girls basketball that's the first thing you ever heard about old dominion and then i meet stanberger and now there's a golfer from old dominion i figured they couldn't play football
2: so, Larry, where are you from, or where are you living? I'm right
3: yeah. here. I I live in Seeger, New Jersey. It's you know on the on the ocean in on the Jersey Shore. I grew up two towns south of here, but towns are like a mile each. So okay. I, I grew up two two miles south of where I am right now.
2: Okay. How exactly did you become friends with Dan? Where's the connection there?
3: My college roommate at Providence um, bought a house in Milford, you know, thirty years ago, and. Dan bought a house around the corner, kind of, from him. So, whenever I was up there, a party, and we would, Dan would come over, and I just, we just hit it off.
2: Were you friends with him when he was gambling, or he was already out of the game?
3: No, he was out of the game, I believe, because I remember one of the early times I, I was talking to him about gambling, uh, he like acted like he didn't know what a hook was. Like I said, you know, I had them, you know, and he's like, "What's a hook?" So I, I fell for it. I, I, I said, "Oh no, you know, yeah, hooks a half a point." And uh, then later on, I heard him talking about Pete Rose and his gambling problems, and and, and he want to, you know, his last day, he won a dishwasher for his his mother or something. So he had been gambling before I knew him. Do you think I wish, a- I, I wish we gambled together? <laughs>
2: Do you think he'll ever get back into it? Like, what what are the conversations that you've had uh, regarding gambling and him actually getting involved in it again?
3: Well, um, you know, I've really never – he he was, like, sworn off it, you know. I don't think he would ever get – I mean, I don't, I don't see any reason for him to get back into it. I'd do it just to, <laughs> for fun. Um, maybe he could do it for that. I don't know how – when he says he's all consumed with it, you know – He's a pretty successful guy. I don't I don't see any reason why he should gamble. If I had his money I might not gamble, although I like it too much, so I probably would.
2: Everybody's hand just went up in here. So you, you do it so is it your job? We're, is, is no, no, it no. no, you no. Like it's, a,
3: it's it's certainly not my job. Um there was a there was a while I mean a good decade, more than a decade, of twenty twenty years where Playing poker was not my job, but I did that and made a lot of money doing it. I have a poker game. Dylan, you know about this stupid little dollar, two dollar game we play. Uh, I do, Larry. You might have to get in there. They they started texting me at seven o'clock this morning. I answered the first text. I don't know if I'll play. I'm still sleeping. Is, the, is my answer. <laughs> and I'm sitting in lunch. I'm going to be here. There's, now that the last text I got is they're starting at 1. Larry, are you in? I haven't even responded to it yet. I'm going to finish this little thing, go in and spend another hour and a half in the restaurant, both, you know, Ray's Cafe, right in secret. Everyone knows it. And everyone knows I'm at this front table for the, for the next two hours. Marv? Then I'll go play a little cards, and then my wife, I have to pick my wife up at work tonight.
0: Larry, you live a really great life. You do. Um, all right, so one question I have is, what's the most amount of money that you have won, like just placing a bet on a game?
3: Okay, one game, we had uh, you know probably seven or eight thousand dollars on a the Duke game against Duke, the Kentucky-Duke final, and we were down in Florida, and I didn't, if we lost, we I don't know what we are going to do. But that's when I was, like, still in college or just out of college. Um, I don't know, say five grand, you know, a couple times. Atlantic City gambling, there's more wins than that, um, bigger wins than five grand, but
2: somewhere around there. Did you get into gambling in college? What was, I mean, now it's, you know, Back then, it seemed so taboo. Now, it's obviously becoming a lot more mainstream. But when exactly did you get into it?
3: I got into gambling. um, You know, drinking age was 18 down here when I was growing up. And, you know, at 16, you had fake ID. I would play darts for money when I was 16 with an older guy who took a liking to me. He and I were partners. And we'd play $50 a man. Six inning dart games against people in bars and I'd go home with four or $500 and I'm like a sophomore in high school. I had to hide the money from my parents. So I didn't care what I could do with it. So we started playing poker and then I found a bookie and we started, you know, I just just had cash that I (laughs) didn't want my parents to find. They thought I'd be a drug dealer. (laughs) So that I fell into it actually and I kind of like it and I got good at it. I could always throw darts. I could always—I'm not a real good pool player, but you know, you when you have a bunch of cash in your pocket and you're in a bar and someone wants to do something for fifty bucks, well, play for a hundred, put him out of his comfort zone, and you're probably going to win.
2: Hmm, that's an interesting uh, strategy, <laughs> Eric.
1: So I'm a big fan of the show "Dan Patrick Takes a Gamble." I listen every week, and so. And have I, but I but I don't really know about gambling. I mean, like, I understand it on a surface level, but then you guys start, like, using words that I don't fully understand. Um, but so I see that you're overall uh, going into uh, this weekend, 30 wins, 27 losses, and two pushes, but you're up 12 units. So as a layman, is the is it less about getting the picks right and more about getting the units right when you're more confident?
3: I, again, a lot of times the big bet you make you lose. No, I can't. I can't say that's a strategy at all, um, Dylan. I think. The, I mean, I think you have too many games, and I'm, I'm picking more games. And I, you know, like if I, I, had, I don't bet on all the games that I put in on the other podcast. Now, sometimes I do, but like I haven't bet one of those games yet. Now I, I, I will do something with them Sunday morning but I certainly haven't bet them yet. And I think if we, you know, if we were forced to pick every game every week, that would be a a, a tougher thing to do.
0: Go?
4: Yeah, I think I like it's cause, like I've I think I have a technically a losing record. On the season, but I'm up five units because it's all depend. It's sort of the luck of the draw, but well, you hit a big bet. The confidence, right? So if you have a four unit bet, yeah. because you
2: feel super confident in a game, but you're that, losing a that couple, can erase three losses. and yeah. still
4: be a net positive. Um, but uh, Larry, I had I had sort of another question too. Is your uh, is the, is the misses uh, in on gambling at all, or what's her take on your, uh, um, she, your career? She used to pay like. When I came
3: home after cards, it would be like two or three in the morning. And, you know, I would climb into bed and she'd go, how do you do? And, you know, I would say 95, 90% of the time I won. But if, like, say I won 1500 like, 10 weeks in a row, and then I came in and told her I lost $200, she would toss and turn the rest of the night. So it would just be like, I won 1500 on
4: yeah, you, well, know, you, you oh. just get her a little gift or something. That's like my my ex girlfriend. You just would come, be like, "Why are you watching like the Detroit Pistons right now?" I'm like, go, "Leave me alone, go upstairs." But that's why she's your ex, and that's why that's why it's ex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no,
3: so like I'm willing to bet my wife hasn't listened to one podcast. She knows I'm doing them. My kids listen to them. A lot of our friends listen to them. But my wife,
4: she lives with have, me. She doesn't need to. She doesn't need to hear this. Have you uh, the the reviews you've gotten from your friends and stuff? Do they like it so far. They like that bad Larry's out on the airwaves.
3: They love it, and they tell me they don't even care about my picks. They're more interested in the the busting of balls. Yeah, you know if and we and you know I got to be a little respectful. Not I don't have to, but I feel like it's Dan Show, I want to be a little respectful to him, and he's kind of staying out of our way a little bit. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I might ha I might have to start and you it's gonna be awful hard for you to go into you to say something or
4: Yeah, well there's definitely know. we should do an uncut version at some point. because <clears throat> um, there's definitely, you know, like I'm sure you do the same thing. There's thoughts cross your mind, you gotta you know, be like, Oh that one might yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I have to wait on that, that right. one. So yeah,
3: um the friends all seem to like it. You know, you know, I get the text like, Oh, great show, great whatever. But yeah. That's, that's I, the same with me to, too what i'm waiting for is when i don't lose a game like a big this weekend, week and i might yeah i might just i'm i'm not even talking about units i just want to go i had that one week where i only lost the one game i yeah. lost a thursday night game and i won everything else i want to go i want the 100% yeah. that's
2: the show i that's the show i want to listen to
4: all green all green on the sheet
2: all green okay larry like give me a little heads up when you think that you're going to have that weekend so <laughs> i can jump in on that um Three, three weeks from now.
3: I, I <laughs> let me just look at... Yeah, I'm, I, I kind of like my picks this week, actually.
2: Do you have one... I was going to ask you, do you have one solid bet lock. this week? Like a lock, a five-star bet? Because <clears throat> I'll bet it right now.
3: Uh, you know, how is Notre Dame not going to beat Virginia by a touchdown?
2: So Notre Dame's your lock, yeah. I mean, since he's they've been they awful against it. the spread. Um, so Notre That's Dame's your lock it. in college. Do you have a absolute lock in the NFL this week?
3: I don't even. I see. I'm in my car now. I don't even have my picks in front of me. Um, who do I take? Dylan, do you have my picks right there?
4: Yeah. Um, one moment. Um, yeah. So you got Pat's Browns over 45. Uh, Titans minus three against the Saints. Football Club. Plus nine and a half for uh, yeah. the Bucks. I like
3: the Titans. I mean, the Saints suck, <laughs> right?
4: I actually I took the Saints. So we're this is one of our head to head matches this week.
3: Okay, then we don't want to we don't want to put all our eggs in that basket. Then you have you took Cleveland. I could see Cleveland putting up 25, 30 points. Yeah, how about that over against New
4: England? What is it? Forty yeah, eight.
3: New England scores. New 45. England scores
4: forty five. Yeah, I, I like that too. Actually, I'd feel pretty good about
3: that. I mean, New England scores. You know they're they're going to be those little eight yard passes, but they're going they're going to they're going to score touchdowns.
4: And Larry, you're three two and one on over unders. Am I? Yeah. So positive record there. All
2: right. Well, so I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take uh, Notre Dame with the points, and I'm going to take the over on the New Ar- England. And, uh,
3: Notre Dame given five and a half. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm going I'm to remember that now. You, Notre Dame and the over in the Pats game. Okay. I'm going to go into the restaurant and do that exact same bet. I'm going <laughs> to bet both those games. am going to bet both those games right now for a little fun,
4: Marv. That's the twelve fifteen special.
0: Yep. Do you have ever have an issue betting on like your f- personal favorite teams? Like, do you bet with like emotion sometimes?
3: Yeah, I have. But that that would be like a hundred dollar bet where I don't even care about it. Um, a lot of times, I watch the Giant games at a buddy of mine's house in Avon, and. Um, if I'm going up there and watch the game, I can't bet the other team because, you, know, you know, they get up and slap high-fives on touchdowns, and I can't be there like slapping high-fives when I don't want them to score. So I'll, I'll throw – yeah, I will bet the Giants every once in a while just because I'm going to watch the game with a bunch of guys who are Giant fans. So I might as well have a little – I mean, I'm not going to not bet the game and then go watch it and act like I care. I don't, I don't have any like, – I, no, I have no allegiance to any pro team at all. I probably have an allegiance to Notre Dame because I've been following him forever, and I, I like Notre Dame. So, well,
4: Larry, not – I mean, I, last night I should have picked the Dolphins because it's a primetime dog, but I couldn't bet against the Ravens, and look what that did for me. It screwed me. Yeah,
3: I know you're a huge Ravens fan. Now, I went in-game, I bet under 34.5, and, and then – Fifteen minutes later, I bet over twenty-one and a half.
4: The old squeeze line, I hit that middle.
3: But the you know the, the bigger bet is the under thirty-four and a half, and that's locked. You think? So, I mean, it's it's nine three. You know, there's twelve points scored in the fourth quarter. If Lamar Jackson throws a touchdown instead of that interception <laughs> on a you know with a minute ago to in to the game, I lose my big bet. I still win the, the half hedge that I made, but I, I won them both. But that very easily could have gotten. You know, that's horrible. That would have been that would have been a horrible yeah. loss.
4: Brutal, um, Larry. I have a uh, question. So, uh, obviously, we mentioned it earlier, but as we're we're now over the uh, the midway point in the football season, thinking about starting to throw some other uh, sports into the into the Shark Tank on the podcast. You uh, you have any other sports in particular? College basketball, NBA. Well, I HR? do like college
3: basketball. Um, but God, you know how many games there are every night. No, it's
4: impossible it's to tough. look. It's you know, that'd hard to be, look that'd at.
3: that would be a, be a t- yeah. I, I don't even know if I want to be obligated to give four or five games on Thursday. I mean, I guess we could do it if we wanted. I mean,
4: yeah, or like a, if there's like a big, you know, ranked matchup on Fridays.
3: I think you know for, for to be better. Dan should pick if you're trying to make the other podcast better. I think Dan should pick. Ten games that we have to take a side on.
4: Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like a fixed. You know, then, then
3: at least we can do a little research on those ten games or, or seven games, and you have to you have to bet on all seven of
2: them. The pre-fixed or, menu, you know, or or you guys could do like a conference. You pick a conference that you like
4: each week, like ACC. Well, G- I always, yeah.
3: you know, back when I was really gambling, I had a couple friends and I, who went to schools in those conferences. I said, like, I don't know the ACC as well as you do. You live down here. Who do you like? Yeah, who's you know, out? Who who's out partying this weekend? <laughs> it's too hard, for, you know. Especially <laughs> now for me to even. I, I don't. I don't have the inclination. I certainly have the time. I just don't have the inclination to get that involved in it.
4: Yeah, I think as like a run-up to March Madness, just for you know, obviously for the podcast to continue to blossom once the football season's over. Just, you know, start peppering some stuff in. But whatever you're – I'll pretty much bet on anything, and I'm guessing you're similar in that
3: <laughs> respect. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, March Madness is huge. I mean, we've been doing that, that Thursday, Friday, bet every game oh, yeah. for 25 years. I've been doing Best that.
4: Best day in the business.
2: <laughs> Larry, I had yeah, one I'm more I'm question sure. before we let you go. Um, okay. Wh- why do people call you bad, Larry? Why, wh- what's the bad? Where does the bad come from?
3: okay, good, I'm, no one's going to, bad, it was like, it was a huge compliment back in the day, uh, like, you're bad, you know, like, where did this start, you're not bad enough to do this, whatever it is, kiss that girl, knock that guy out, whatever it was, it would always be like, you're not bad enough, no one's bad enough to do it. oh, well, bad, well, I will do it, you know, and it just became bad, and then it was like baddest, and then bad man, and then, as I said, I went away to college, and not that I was trying to shy away from being bad liar, but let's, you know, it's a new leaf. Let's turn it over. And, uh, too many letters addressed to you know, bad liar at Providence. And my two friends of mine freshman year worked in the mailroom. I was there work study program. So then old oh, bad liar. And then they started to call me bad Liar. And then, as when, you know, any friends came up a visit, it was always bad liar. So just, uh, so just stuck. Just been bad liar for 40 years. Eric? More than that. I'm married 38 years. I was bad liar in high school. So it's, it's 50 years. I'm 64. So somewhere around 14, 15, 16, that's where the name took.
1: So Larry, but didn't you say something like your church that you grew up going to? They were the ones that were sending letters to bad Larry or something like that.
3: No, no, never a church. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe I made that up maybe, in my head. Maybe
3: though. The don't listen to this podcast. So you'll understand what I think about the church.
1: Well, I, yeah, I know. Well, the, yesterday you said on the podcast that uh, for a year you took your son um, instead of going to church, you bring him to your bookie's house, which is dead amazing. <laughs> dad of the year.
3: Well, not my bookie, but Westmore Ronnie, a buddy of mine. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah we just um, yeah we would go my wife thought we were at mass you know we we chose to raise our children Catholic but the last one and when he decides he doesn't <laughs> want to go to church and he he must have just seen my body language every Sunday morning walking out to mass <laughs> when he knows I want to be reading the daily news and making my picks
2: well Larry we appreciate you uh, joining us giving us some time <laughs> taking some time out of your lunch today um, I'm going to lock in those two picks so I'm riding with I'm you a, this I'm week I'm betting better
3: right now I see that the town manager—not manager—he's a new guy in town. Who town administrator is now walking in lunch. I got to go straighten him out on a couple things in town. <laughs> um, we we will chat whenever you guys need. You can call
2: I appreciate it, Larry. Have a good I, have a good weekend.
3: It will be. Thanks. Bye-bye.
2: Bye bye. Right. Larry's a character,
4: huh? Big time.
2: He's he's uh. I mean, everybody always said. That. Again, I don't. I haven't listened to uh, DP takes a gamble. Real in-depth. I've kind of tuned in here and there just to get... It. Lies. I've tuned in. I, I, You just told me I was lying before that I uh, didn't know. <laughs> now I'm telling you Lots I didn't know.
1: <laughs> I have something I'd like to bring up with you, <laughs> Mario. So uh, last week all right, all right, on we the know. podcast, uh, as avid listeners will know, uh, we all were under, under the weather and we were talking about how Mario loves to have a heater blowing on his face and he likes to wear a scarf. I mean, you're still got you're you're zipped up. You got like four layers on, right? It's not cold. And, um, it's, it's so, actually, he, so Mario comes in on Monday morning and he's got his duck lips on. I mean, there is a shadow underneath your front, your top lip uh, that's protruding beyond your it's like uh, an
4: aircraft carrier docking.
1: <laughs> and he's got yeah i think it's better now than it was monday oh certainly improved but uh came up on the air um dan brought it up again. it was bold i i you know i probably would have worn a mask if i were you all
4: i, I, I would have worn a mask. especially now when you can like <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't be like a freak with a mask i mean
2: everybody like my family because so what had happened was on on saturday i woke up and i had i don't know i get fever blisters or i get or like cold sores this time of year so I woke up Sunday and it was like huge. It looked like I just got into 12 rounds of it with Mike Tyson and he just beat me up the entire time. Um, then my family, how are you going to go to work like that? And I was like, I don't care. I don't, I don't, you think I care what you guys think? Or with the yes. Danettes and Dan yeah, thing? Did do. you? No, I don't. <laughs> did you? Why do you think I had no
4: shame? Did you immediately know when you walked in here that you were just going to get a- lit
2: up? Absolutely, I, it's going to be the first thing that people bring did up. You toss and, and
4: turn Sunday night.
2: I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. I could have worn a mask.
4: Yeah, should have. We would have been like, "Why are you wearing a mask?" <laughs> 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 Every
2: everywhere, everywhere else that I've gone, everywhere else that I've gone this week, I've worn a mask except here.
1: Yeah. No, we went to lunch. You didn't wear a mask at all. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, but there was no one there. It was like no one outside Except the poor
4: wait staff who had to look
2: at yes. you. Oh my God, they were outside
1: of like, a waiter. You guys made me sit next to him, too. I up.
4: know. I intentionally sat on his good side. <laughs> I wanted it, to sit ish. I wanted to sit right in the middle. I was going to say, yeah, definitely good ish. Good ish. Big ish.
1: Yeah, so,
2: but it's recovering. I got some uh, antibiotics for it. I got some antivirals. They, they went to the doctor. They really took care of me, and I'm back and I'm better than ever. Oh, man. Thanks, Mario. Be blessed. Big week. Big week. Big week. Dylan?
4: Um, I have something to bring up. Uh, this sort of goes back to Bad Larry and the other stuff. I've gotten a lot of complaints from like my friends and stuff about the nickname Dylan the Graphics Guy and that it's not particularly original. So
0: uh, I don't do think we're gonna to change any? that. Yeah, no. we we'll are definitely we'll, and change it to what? Yeah, exactly.
4: Graphics the Dylan guy.
1: No. Dylan, you're such a skunk. <laughs> you <laughs> no. are. You don't get to choose your name. I'm not choosing. You sound, like, you sound like you
4: sound like McLuffin right now. Yeah. All right, call me McLuffin.
2: <laughs> No. Can you change my name to Pearl? No. Yeah. I'm not asking to change name. I'm just saying that. Like, no, that's you, literally what you were doing. You, asking, definitely change I did. The name. Actually, All it was an it, out. it was an accident. Eric, I have a question, like a real question for you. That was a real question. No, that was like such a BS question. What happened today that there like wasn't? I know what happened, but what happened
1: today? Let's let the audience. Are you sure you it. listen because you don't listen <laughs> to the gambling <laughs> podcast and Todd doesn't yeah. listen to
0: Play of the Day? But. That was five he, minutes. That was it. funny. I was offended. I was offended. He gets. Like, look, Todd gets—sorry, everybody. Todd gets my Play of the Day email every morning. Everybody does. And he went back to—like, the look-in after. Like, it's right after the segment. It wasn't, like, eleven, twelve. It wasn't the 11-12 and 12, uh, look-in. Literally right after. It was literally the look-in after the Play of the Day segment. And he had no idea for, like, the first minute. None. The wild. None. But shout to DP and Paul. You know, Marvin usually— sends this out like 7 7:15. Right, and like we just played it. Yeah. it. I wouldn't have taken such great offense to this Todd Morenovic Fritz. Ernovic. <laughs> wow. It wasn't that segment. The Todd Fritz. Barinovich. If it was an hour later, all right. Like, the most look, fired up I've ever seen you more
4: it actually made it better though because it was immediately after. if it was like an hour later it's like you know anything in to- the world of actually, Todd could have happened in between you that. know
1: what you're right like, it was so fighting Fritzy also yeah. I love that we also didn't like save him like we knew what it was <laughs> I thought he had <laughs> I, I
4: figured he had some other like, angle okay.
1: or something and he was like some spin
4: on it it was the exact same video and he's cold. like watch this like, watch, <laughs> watch it <this> and guy, <laughs> listen to the announcer
2: and so Dan excited. like
1: vamped after too like it wasn't like it was just like it hey was a, that was play of the day yeah. okay let's Let's move on. Like, they were were able to, you know... They
2: riffed on it. Yeah, they were able to riff. It wasn't immediately just jugular. We did a bunch of look-ins today. What exactly... Or let the audience in on what happened this morning, Eric.
1: Yeah, so we have a a server, which is just a high-end computer. that has a bunch of hard drives in it that are a RAID. And one of the drives in the RAID failed. And um, unfortunately, um, we didn't have a spare. Um, We actually... Had a spare, and then we used it, and then I went to go order it. This was, I don't know, three or four months ago when uh, it died. And I went to go order one at that point, and it wasn't available and uh and so anyways we didn't have the spare we do have one coming tomorrow so i'll be here to fix it over the weekend but um yeah long story short we had no ability to play clips i mean we did you know we have a computer that um, we were able to play um the morning meeting and um, the best of the day in the open on the open wasn't uh, played very successfully but um nonetheless uh so we like technically we could play clips but it wasn't um wasn't reliable. We had two of the four clips didn't work, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so it was, it was. The guys did great, though. I mean, we kind of brought back the confessional, and honestly, I mean, I want to talk to the guys about it. I, I think we should try to, to do more live look-ins because um, I thought it was great. I mean, having the guys do the confessional and then the basketball, um, you know, it was just I don't know. It had a lot of energy, so
2: I like the box. Like, the, what happened when we moved to this new facility that they didn't want to do the box anymore? Because I thought that was like a great aspect of the last studio.
1: Yeah, it was a great aspect, but it also was 10 years, right? So I think, you know, if, if we if we said, hey, we want to do three look-ins a day that are the guys playing basketball, that would get old, right? Mm-hmm. And so the box was used every day at the top of the hour. So it was twice a day mm-hmm. from going into 10 o'clock and going into 11 o'clock Eastern time. And so I think, you know, it was kind of like they had, it had run its course, Um and so it was. It was one of those things where you know, like we, we were like, oh, well, maybe we'll put it here. Maybe we'll put it there. We're trying to find the right spot for it. And, and eventually, Dan was just like, you know what? Like we'll we'll take a break from it. So I don't know if that's necessarily coming back on a regular basis, but um, we kind of have a plan, to, and we know what we want to do if we if we want to do that. So Mario, this is a long episode. We got to roll. This is a long episode, but
2: yeah, thanks. Mary. I feel like there's a lot of things to get to. Well, that's you know true.
1: what? We're gonna leave something on the table.
2: I'm leaving nothing on the table. I leave it. Every single day. <laughs> you're leaving the shadow from yeah. your lip on the thing. That's all we got this week. We're Eric <laughs> the McDermott, Warren the Prince, Dylan the-, Dylan the Graphics Guy. Oh, no. And you're truly my Ariel. We'll see you next week, everyone.